Ah, headphones are great. That's right. Ah. Yeah. That was a bit ins like I was insistent on my uh, and that's writing at that time. So I don't know. I've been trying to play with that intro similarly each time, but like obviously new and fresh each time, like a fresh take on the same uh, jazzy snap and wink is the move. You need to make sure to cover up logos and stuff for YouTube. Cover up? No. What's? I don't. Do they monetize on logos? Hey guys. Well, we'll learn, but boy, that'd be not, well, most of the logos visible except for your little beverage there are actual sponsors, like Cold Cock Whiskey, which is a, a funny right, one. They're, they're, uh, that's what that banner says. We've had an issue with Facebook <laughs> advertising before really? where I had to type to them specifically, no, that's just portions of this product's name. It's Cold Cock, like a punch to the face. Uh, uh, winking emoji. Right, right. And then, yeah, no, that was cool. They were cool with it, but I triggered an algorithm with that sponsor. Oh, shit. They're that good. That's an algorithm uh, that triggering. Mmm. That flavor They're of that cold cock whiskey. Puritanical. <laughs> Amish running Facebook. Maybe that's what Zuckerberg is like. A Puritan. Mmm. Possible eye. So... Mario. Yes. Welcome. Climb in. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. It's been a minute. We yeah. can't remember if you've been on twice or not, and neither of us did the looking at that to find out. This is my second time. Nice. That's what I thought. Yeah. Welcome. Pleasure to be here. And we've got juicy news nuggets to get into. I'm curious what you're most excited. You look, you're chomping on the bit, Mallow, for what? What is it? Hold on. Yeah, the first one. Oh, we got to bring this up by on the back because we always, like, cover this whenever it comes up. Our good old buddy, Billy McFarlane, who, uh, through the Fire Festival, I think it was about a year ago, <laughs> a year and a half ago, um, finally sentenced to six years in prison for multiple counts of fraud, lying to investigators. Uh, basically scammed a bunch of young, hip millennials, left him on an island in the Bahamas and shit. With he a, left him there? Yeah, well, he was, like, throwing this festival. It's the Fire Festival, F-Y-R-E, because that's cool. And he had, like, Ja Rule investing with him and shit. And they're supposed to throw this, like, huge festival on this island in the Bahamas. And then all these people showed up, and tickets were, like, five or ten grand or some shit for these right. different packages. And all these people show up, and there's, like, nothing there. There's, like, uh, like FEMA disaster relief tents and shit. They're using, like, emergencies. Like, those little white dome tents. And then the food was just, like, these, like, cheese sandwiches, like, on white bread. Where it was, was like, this? prison style, yeah. It was, on a, it was in the Bahamas. Or it was supposed to be. I mean, it wasn't actually there, but... It was but... in Haiti, was it? Yeah, and so, like, uh... Shit. Yeah, he finally got busted. He's been like he's run a few scams in the past, and uh, his his defense tried to say that he had undiagnosed bipolar disorder, so he didn't know right from wrong. And but, so he's entitled to everybody's thousands of dollars. Yeah, right. Sorry, guys, I didn't know any better. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, right? Like he while he was out on bail, he started another scam. And scammed like 150 grand off a group of people. Again already? Yeah. 
It's like an addiction at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, he's uh, just totally a con artist, but... He's not taking his have-a-conscience medicine, right? Is there? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah so now he, I'm wondering. <laughs> he's, like, allowed to serve his, his, for the multiple counts of fraud concurrently, so he's only getting six years, and he could have gotten, like, 18 years. For fraud, huh? Yeah. Dang. Um, I wonder how much money he actually, like, stowed away and, like, stashed somewhere. Well, they're like suing. I think you know he's got like it was like twenty six million or something. They're trying to recover from him. Whoa! And there's multiple like multi million dollar class action lawsuits from the people who went to the festival. So yeah, he's like, I mean, he'll just like once he gets out, he'll just like start a scam or something. But you can start a lot of scams with twenty six million. That's a good lot of startup capital. So yeah, like maybe right? he like diversified or like reinvested in his scam. But and that's the thing. He, like, doesn't ever want to do it with his money, you know? He's, like, he's just going to get other people to give him money, like... Like poor, our president. Like poor Ja Rule, who just wants to be relevant again. Oh, uh, <laughs> ja Innocent so ripped, Ja Rule. So he ripped off ja, nothing. he ripped off Ja Rule, or is he <laughs> Ja Rule's classic ripping people off. Ja Rule has a past. He's sold tickets to watch him perform. He's definitely ripping people off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, ja was, ja Rule was, like, his partner in this. And then when it when the when it blew up on social media when people actually got to the island and it was mm -hmm. like a total shit show, he was trying to apologize. He's like, "Oh, I had no idea." Blah blah blah. And then like, I ain't heard nothing from Ja Rule since then. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's funny, but yeah, he's going back to his roots of being underground, huh? <laughs> yeah, and he just wanted to, you know, he just wanted to have another music video or something. I don't know. We got a video. Have you guys made a music video? You've made several videos, but have you made a music video? Dude, shout out to our Tiny Desk video that we got dramatically less hits on than our Tiny Desk video from the year before, but I think looks cooler. I don't know, but hey, I do know that we have better songs on the cusp that we're working on right now. We have a new workflow where we've been sending each other bits of music and GarageBand okay. where I can just um, USB to my iPhone, which is the adapter that's normally for getting photos off of a thumb drive mm -hmm. turns out you can get that for a few bucks online hook a usb keyboard uh music style keyboard to your iphone free garage band uh record something to a tick put some placeholder drums on it and then art the guitarist in greasy conversation the uh -huh. music band will throw a guitar piece on it and the same thing that we're both doing on our phones or i think he might be doing it on a laptop uh -huh. is like synced in real time. So I just go to check it and check out the same song and his piece is magically in it. So you can be putting music together from like miles apart. That's totally what we're trying to do right now to speed up the next album. Cause there's some bits of chunks that we've been working on, but okay. I feel like this will get it to where we can then do what we used to do in coming together for a rehearsal and taking like two thirds of the rehearsal and having releasable content from it. So what kind but, of what kind of like what is it you're getting from rock band? Like snippets of their music or like Yeah. Or do you have it programmed where you can hit one of the buttons and hit a specific note? Um it's just straight up I hear the count off and then I play variations on this lick I'm working on and do gotcha. like a placeholder arrangement. He'll listen to that, play guitar along with it as another track, and then we can get a few of the rehearsals over with that usually lead to those rehearsals that we get the releasable content. Cause I'm not saying we are apart for months and then can come together and use something uh, from a rehearsal every time, 
Yeah. Uh, unless, you know, it, it's been only like a month or so. Maybe we had a show. There's, there's more rehearsal some, uh, sequentially that we've done in the past compared to lately. So it's like a good way to fucking get caught up okay. when we're, uh, coming from behind yet we're sitting on some sick cards okay there's some things that we were like oh i remember sitting down with you with that uh since the last stuff we've released so that's when the the good stew happens when you've sat on a lick for a minute and you're like then when you come back to it you're really emphasizing the chunks that were the hookiest that stuck with you the best while still having the notes so you that you didn't lose some good orphan chunks because mm-hmm. there's some of those neglected lovable chunks that you get on those first takes of things that we're reviewing so that meticulousness i think is going to lead to some sick music with the next music video that we will have because we do do that but in the meantime man our mediocre stuff on youtube is so charming <laughs> <laughs> and we have a tendency to be pleasant to listen to uh, at our worst Oh, that's a good quality to have. Especially in the background. You put us on, get some dishes done, do some vacuuming, and I think that's what's missing in music. Vacuuming music. For sure, because all these bands have someone shouting in your face, leaning over the edge of the stage, demanding all of your attention. But everybody's got a floor. Yeah, and that's why we only want a little bit of your attention. We want to just hang out with you in the background, talk to you, but you don't have to talk back to us. Let's just share personal, like, share, you know, close space together. And that's the uniform theme between the talk show and the band as different ways of uh, being kick it media rather than steal your whole attention, be your be all end all media, which is not the majority of media I think people consume anymore. I think the majority. Of, is things that people put on while they get some stuff done because mm-hmm. they can choose so many things and put so much on mm-hmm. only a small part of that's going to be their main attention and i can't compete for that that's like uh lord of the thrones time you know right, right. when they're watching that lord <laughs> of the thrones i'm not going to compete with that so thanks for uh, asking a question that led to excellent plugging excellent <laughs> most lord excellent thrones. yeah upcoming audio you guys way not for your lord of the thrones time it's for that you know maybe, some of it maybe that, one day that bedroom time what is lord of the thrones you know where there's the dragons they're coming yeah okay any day now okay yeah. I'll keep i think an it's eye like out. snowy it's that show where there's lots of snow are they more of like a summertime attacker or like a winter time because we're in like I transition of seasons right now there's stone walls Walls are usually made of, like, stones, right? That's as much as I know about the show. Lord of the, uh, what is it, stone swords? Lord of the stone swords. (laughs) Chamber of, Chamber of Thrones. Boom. Yeah, that Chamber of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah. Shit. Throne chambers. I call it Hobo. The Hobo Network. I think that's originally what they are going for, and it wasn't as catchy. And they're like, we'll just remove it all. The middle one. Because yeah. <laughs> hob wasn't cool either. Yeah, let's make this an unpronounceable word yeah. and then come up with an... <laughs> with a home office box. Hobo. <laughs> That's not flowing right. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Send this back. Let's rework it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of the, the mental state that we've... Uh, when, you, when you plant something and you grow it, Gardened? The mental state we've gardened at this point. Mental garden? Are we oh, yeah. blossoming? 
or are we still kind of like in the budding phase of it? I feel like we're budding, like no, we just like we just we're budding it. hard. Yeah, this is, is the first seventeen minutes of the show. This is when the first sprouts appear, and this is when you know, okay, this is gonna be a <laughs> juicy polyps. one. And I'm <laughs> feeling it. Yeah, I'm like feeling the polyps. Stuff like no, no intention of it ever growing. <laughs> just like oh, it's a button. That's yeah. a side theme of what we're doing, in that like we don't necessarily need it to get any attention from anybody to keep doing it because it's more of a an unavoidable like like we'd be sick otherwise if we weren't outputting something this is a good way to like okay i'm outputting some kind of content so i don't have as much mental illness that otherwise wouldn't get treated by this natural thing i feel it's like a disability that can be wrangled in this is like a funnel uh, yeah exactly this is my disability funnel it's like a prosthetic show <laughs> <laughs> otherwise like, you'd be like outstanding people for millions of dollars well i can't go hang out with people that i want to like a normal person because no one our age is it's actually more normal for me to have work and other pursuits going and not schedule enough time to really hang out with buddies mm-hmm. that i should i think i'm not alone in that but this is a, a, a substitute partially, but also a substitute to others to have bonus hanging out with us as local celebrities. <laughs> have you had any, any local celebrity moments? Shit. No. No, uh, uh, that's, that's a really fun question and one that I shouldn't just uh, passively toss off. I think it's really funny when I bump into someone and they remember a song I did at open mics like 11 years ago or something. Okay. No, legit like nine years ago. Stuff that's like, oh, I wrote that like in high school to make my friends giggle. <laughs> but if there's a giggle involved, there's this thing I wrote called Dance Dance Revolution. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't imply, but rather say specifically that I'm at a biological disadvantage by not being Filipino. <laughs> How is that? I literally say... They could probably run faster than you, I'm guessing. Well, when it comes to Dance Dance Revolution, especially in the context of the late 90s, it was dominated by not only Asians, but Filipinos specifically. It's the karaoke of dancing. Why would it not be, you know, dominated by Asians? They love karaoke. When I was in Korea, they had karaoke bars almost on every block. They called them norebangs. And so you go and you rent rent out this room for like five bucks... You and six of your friends could get your own private karaoke room. They had a wait staff and everything. Every block. Bam. Yeah. It's funny when people uh, recognize the name from the stickers, but not the actual show. Mm. Like, yes, the marketing halfway worked. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get all the way to the media, but you were still... uh, Noticed. Yeah. You remembered those words next to each other. That's something I feel is a fun reoccurring theme, too, is having a, a wall missing... And uh, really talking to other people that aspire to the same uh, media creation that we're doing on the regular obsessively, because those are my favorite people to follow. I love Mm. on other podcasts and such when they'll talk about um, their struggles with doing it. And Lord knows, just getting the YouTube stream to work consistently, where now I'm just like having like a hot rod party since... uh, Shout out to Jay and the Rock and Comedy Show. Got For the extra together. bandwidth. Yeah, extra bandwidth. But we couldn't have done it without sponsors backing up the station and people yeah. peeping in that I really appreciate 
whoever swings by and at least listens to us for a second, even if you don't check out any sponsors, I hugely appreciate putting it on for pets, things like that. Uh, leaving a phone to just stream it in the bathroom, just as a favor to your buddies. <laughs> Hamsters love this. We've yeah, been testing totally. hamster uh, demos lately, and their their little paws are just slamming that follow button, just yeah. slamming the, the bell icon. Like Hamsters how- love the bell icon, y'all. YouTube, good move. Bell icon. All right. All right, we got this one. Yeah, now we're going to give some actual content right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Home dude in L.A., former employee of the uh, Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, had a plan to dump tons of, not LSD, but it's uh, rats, um, which is like pretty similar to LSD, but way mm-hmm. more fucked up, okay. I think, in my opinion. Uh but he was going to dump it into the water supply. It's a crazy amount of it, too. Like yeah, We weren't had, sure this was a real article at first of, like, an actual he dude. He had, like, a modified milk truck and had 11,400 gallons of this stuff. And it's really strong. Like, it, it's no fucking joke. But uh, I got to read this, this quote from the article because it makes the whole thing. No, one second. Okay. No. He hoped that by pouring massive quantities of synthetic LSD into the water supply, he would awaken the universal love within each of us, thus destroying the capitalist economy of the United States in a matter of hours and setting the stage for a new worldwide communist revolution. Bold. Just from everyone tripping. I mean... Like Don't do, yeah. Do, they, get, do these guys like ever think about it? Like think it through? Well, that's, that's have you guys ever happened. done acid? Yeah, I love it. I love okay. hallucinogens. Okay. There's a part of me that's rooting for the guy, but that part of all of you guys. One thing we hella want to mention, just disclaimer wise, hallucinogens are not people, not for people with any amount of schizophrenia or like a latent untreated. Uh, similar mental illness because the people don't want to do it well yeah that's another thing (laughs) right if if you're just totally don't need it and you're not expecting it i love hallucinogens and like having one uh all randomly at me a hallucinogen would be uh yeah you don't want to surprise that i would think i was um i think everybody should try having a stroke yeah yeah the hallucinogens were the first time that it was able to look outside of myself like, uh, you know, we, we're used to like everything, just like what we see is our, our reality, you know? Totally. And so you don't sometimes think of like, even like a bird's eye view of yourself sitting in your yard. Like when you think about that, it's like weird because you never think outside yourself. So hallucinogens were the first ones that made me do that. And it was crazy because I remember the moment I was lying in this like, uh, like beach lounger that we had in the backyard. I was just staring up into the sky and it like was the first time that I realized that I was plastered up against a giant rock looking out into like vastness of space like i felt the size of it and it was just a cool experience so i think everybody should do that because it i think also it allows you to look at yourself in a critical but not like uh not i take that back lets you look at yourself in a logical but not critical way yeah you know like you you can break down your own problems and like not beat yourself up over them it's a killer treatment 
and something that I. But you got to know. Yeah. You can't. You can't spring that on people because if all of a no. sudden, fucking. <laughs> no, it's a you consent get, you thing. Get, yeah, and especially yeah. like because this wasn't actually LSD. It's uh, just me too doses which is like similar, <laughs> but it's like way to me. It's like way stronger on like small doses. It's like way more. Just like aggressive, I, have, I guess is like a good word. I haven't ventured past acid, yeah. So I haven't done the peyote or the uh, ayahuasca or DMT. This, or... And plus, like, okay, you dump it in the water supply. Like, not everyone is going to get it all at the same time, and not just pe- humans, animals. It would yeah, overwhelm right? the hospitals. That's not fair at all. Yeah. That's not healthy for people. He just uh, he didn't think it through at all. Now, I think. is is the actual chemical illegal to have? That's that? another thing that I'm not sure of, actually. Because if you were just like, hey, free samples. I'm not sure if that chemical's regulated yet. Well, if it's not, then he could just be like, hey, free samples. Well, and everybody could just come up and like, I know, that would have been way better. Yeah. Um, of course. But this guy isn't even in good standing with the organization that he, by some reports, did this with. But for the reports, that organization is uh is not in support of him at all completely disavowed this and their whole thing is legal hallucinogens and that's what made me think that this might be one that they'd be related to as a legal one but i don't think this is a legal one well they're using and he shroom- definitely sorry was like out of bounds with it yeah well they're using shrooms now to treat patients with with yeah. ptsd so i mean and there's people who microdose you know they just take really small amounts because there's still some physical properties to it not just the psychedelic part of it but yeah for reals i mean yeah, if it's not those things really interesting like a lot of uh guys who work in like it or tech or like programming or anything like that will like microdose pretty consistently but yeah. i guess it can like help productivity and just focus and shit yeah well like i said like for me th- anyways the they they like okay Nine times out of ten, when something's going wrong in your life, it's probably because of a choice that you made. Even when it seems like it's a bum rap. Not that I'm saying that people yeah, don't yeah. get bum raps. But, like, whenever I'm, like, tripping, like, I th- I think outside of myself. So, like, I look at what I'm doing and I, like, it's like, imagine you were a friend of yours standing in your room looking at yeah. your life. You know what I mean? Like, the love is all there. Like, I'm not going to be like, you fucking idiot. But, like, you know, you look at it more objectively. And so, like, yeah. I could totally see that as being, like, a regiment that helps you, like, deal with things. Because people don't know how to deal with things anymore. They just they just yell and scream and bitch and demand things instead yeah, of, like, right. taking oh, yeah. care of problems. So I could totally see that. Well, I always ask myself. things inside of another thing, yeah. Yeah. I always like ask cows. myself, like, am I the dick? I'm the dick. That's yeah. a thought that <laughs> happens, too. It, there's so many things I've gotten over that way. Uh, and so many times I've like gotten the kind of epiphany or, or confirmation or guidance that I needed, so to speak, from that, that it's led to me not preferring to do a hallucinogen so like recreationally as much as like with a plan to get something spiritual or growth from it and to have the setting as part of that. Even if the setting is just, okay, I'm going to hear all of Hot Chip's discography because I need to catch up on them anyway. I like a few songs. Seems like a good discography to chip trip through. Yeah. But I'll still plan on getting something out of that experience as recreational as it sounds. I'm not gonna lie, I've dropped just to bake. <laughs> <laughs> but you end up learning anyway, that's the thing. Um I mean not every single episode is like re- introspective. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like 
on the inside looking out and just enjoying the world around, you know? I'm always forced to learn something. Like, I don't go <laughs> like, and try and learn something. There has to be a moral of the story at the end of it all. Yeah, like, clean the office is the one I got last. <laughs> so I'm uh, afraid to trip again before I clean the How's office. How's the office? It's horrible. It's like, <laughs> Drop more ass. I haven't tripped in a minute. <laughs> Not since then, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, that might be the combo is just a plan to trip while getting her done. But I, I'll be bumbling around. I'll be knocking You're some gonna stuff You're going to be distracted, over. like, tremendously yeah. through that. That's when I'm, uh, it's, I get lazy. I want to watch some Top Gear. And now I'm, like, in the cars, you know, I'm all <laughs> swooshing around on the road in there with, with old Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, so man. this reminds me, uh, you brought up DMT. Of the ones that you mentioned not having done uh, beyond acid, so to speak, DMT is one I've done a little of. I haven't gone and co- totally left on it. But it was enough to get a Persian rug on top of everything, where just everything got coated in Persian rug shapes, which led me to believe how much testing is still left to do in not involving drugs. Specifically, I mean, check this out, showing people Persian rugs <laughs> to like get them over things, to get those uh, ayahuasca feelings, overcome addiction, overcome post-traumatic stress that you can kind of trip just through. Just stare at the rug? Yeah, I mean, it's a step, right? And because you stare at a pattern, you stare at like a light, and that dot is like on top of things, right? So you get like a really bright Persian rug off of like a screen, like a, a synthetic Persian rug. You know what I'm saying? None of that natural Persian rug. <laughs> Synthesize the Persian rug situation on a bright screen, just and just 1080p it into his face. Um, wait, even 4K it, 4K it at him, HDR it at him, just HDR the pattern in. So then you look at other things, and the pattern's imposed. And the cosmos speaks to you, but like more clinical, it won't be as good. It'll be like a stepping stone. Yeah, but would then at that point, wouldn't the uh, the pattern? I mean, I'm sure the colors in it would matter, but wouldn't the pattern maybe affect different ways? If if you're saying that it's going to be superimposed, that you're going to see everything through that filter. Do you think maybe different patterns might have different effects on people and how they view the universe? I do, and that's why we need to research this further. I mean, it's it's a pretty like inexpensive trial to take. All you I need know. Is a no, really tune into bright... our YouTube yeah. channel. We're going to have Persian totally rug doable. theory trials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the fractals. There's ways of synthesizing. You, you could hang them up as like wallpaper, like yeah. all the way around. Just put the Persian room. rugs on everything. Everything's yeah. covered in Persian rugs. We're gonna make this the next ASMR. Tune into the greasy YouTube channel. This is gonna make the YouTube channel finally valuable. We're going to put. <laughs> Persian rug theory videos on there, and it's going to poop all over ASMR. Take that. You whisperers. Yeah. Whispering. <laughs> all, all That's really all it is. Tapping huh? on books. Yeah, just tapping on stuff. Uh, I'm getting tappers. too aggressive now. I'm sorry. Hey, shout out what to What about Kella. aggressive ASMR? For those who need, like, you're about to relax called so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. You're right, dude. Oh, whoa. You, I just popped my brain there. You I just like actually, flicked me in the third eye with that concept. I actually What's ran that? into some the, like the porn, ASMR is, the porn. porn is like hardcore ASMR. Yeah. When it's done with the good microphones, which is usually where you hear all the moisture. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, all this bullshit started with those oddly satisfying videos, right? Mm-hmm. Like people cutting into stuff. And they're like. Oh, it's yeah, a yeah, muffin, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't feel any more zen it's from watching like, this. Like, how I did, like, I really, like yeah. dude. Uh, They're good muted too, which is great because a lot of video content I find I'm out and about, I can't hear it. So, mm-hmm. uh, audio con- or video content that works without audio, I mean to say, is very valuable. And that's why subtitles in funny videos 
do really well. It's not just subtitles make it do well. People are making content thoughtfully that will work silently well and have few subtitles as well. And that's like a baller move. Well, see, I don't know if I would have found the oddly satisfying videos more satisfying if they hadn't told me that they were supposed to be satisfying. Still counts. Well, no, because see, like, I, when they say that, I'm like, all right, so what's so satisfying about this? And then I don't feel like satisfied because I'm like, they're You're like, being they're too playing with, man. they're playing with Play-Doh. You know yeah. what I mean? Play-Doh's rad, man. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Play-Doh, but like, I've never. It's a like, bad example too, because I don't feel like I, I would just rather be playing with the Play-Doh yeah. rather than watching somebody else do it. I know the Play-Doh one, like the cutting Play-Doh. I felt like that was not very satisfying. It, it it's I, like, it's like. It's like a watered-down, vicarious, like, living video. Like, it's like uh, someone handed you Why don't you, you bake a Samsung? cake and cut it? Or why don't you make some, like, goo and hold it? Your, like, they have <laughs> recipes for this shit. It's fucking internet. The age of fucking, you know, uh, all information. It's like someone handed you the Samsung VR and was like, Hey, VR! And you're like, uh... But you never saw, like, the good VR, like the... The AS... The, not AS... But the strangely satisfying when it's, like, a milling machine... Mm-hmm. Or something that like is churning something out of some grindy things. I don't know if this makes me sound violent, but those are really cool looking. Or it's like Play-Doh through this thing that makes noodles. Move like that's, that, like that's the that's how-to it, yeah. type things, or how they make it type things. That's even but that's magically th- that's educational. So I see that. Yeah. But then they've got like there's some not there's some not there's a, there was one situation where they put like a little dab of paint and then they just like. Oh no! I thought oh, this cool with too. that, I and I was it. like, yeah. oh, that okay. one. Uh, that a, was for me. It's not a. Okay. It just wasn't for you. That content <laughs> it's not in that category. But one was got me into a long time ago was like the souped up washing machines. Like oh, dude! Or, or uh, look this up, you guys. Brick in a washing machine. Yeah. Brick in a wash. There's multiple videos that are all a great time. Yeah. It's just it gets your heart pounding. Okay. It the, it starts tearing itself up from the inside, yet it's still so determined to wash that brick. Okay. It's a, a machine perseverance and robot struggle at its like most heartfelt. Like it's it's like uh, the ending of AI that movie AI, but you're <laughs> watching it play it with a real object. It's it's hard. Like you won't yeah. you'll want to turn away. It's intense, man. Brick in a washing machine. But it's also relaxing. It's very it's very cathartic. I love it. That's like my go to when I'm just like stressed out. I'm like brick I could sleep machine. to it. Yeah. 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 You could sleep to the to the mechanical to a brick screams. In a, okay. Brick in a wash. Brick in a dryer. In a dryer. Uh, both. Both those. Is this like a two part series? I think brick series? in a dryer is a stronger uh, SEO. To put it that way. Also, uh, Kella asked what we were drinking. It's just. Just some Bud Light, but it's Raiders edition because the Raiders are coming. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm totally excited about it. You guys, come tourist. <laughs> I'm not particularly excited about football or all of the trucks that cut me off on the freeway with Raiders stickers on them. Growing up <laughs> in California, but that aside, our, our economy totally needs it, especially with sports betting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nevada's lost its monopoly on sports betting. Yeah. Uh, so you can bet on sports anywhere now instead of having to travel to Las Vegas to do that. So we need a draw like a na- national sports team I didn't kind know of thing. That. Yeah, that's that's dark, dude. The Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders. So pity us. Come tourist it up here. If you're not already here, if you're here, tourist staycation, buddy. Come on, get in there. 
How much are the tickets supposed to be for Raider Stadium, you know? I don't know. Golden Knights. Just go to Golden Knights <laughs> anyway, because I like that sport better. I have no negative connotation. Uh, it's bonded and united random bars I've been uh, in and throughout. Go Knights. I've only been watching hockey for like maybe five or six years. And I remember the, I wa- the, the day I, I learned to love hockey, we were watching a playoff game and it was like the most fierce it was a game seven and it was like the, oh, one yeah. of the most action-packed things that i that i had ever seen and some dude gets sent to the penalty box because i'm learning you know and i'm like what does that mean what, what was the 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 penalty there or mm-hmm. the the foul or whatever and uh they sent some dude to the penalty box and i was like well, what happened to him he's all that's called um embellishment i was like what's embellishment he's <laughs> like well if you act like a pussy and fl- or try to fake it, they send you to the penalty box, and I'm like, now that's a sport that I could get behind. Right. You know, you've got you're watching people get out with like turf toe and like you know yeah. swollen knuckles or whatever. And these yeah. guys are taking pucks to the face, and if you act like a little punk about it, then they penalize you for it. <laughs> that's like, true sportsmanship right there. Like that's like institute that in basketball. Those dudes always like. Faking the foul, like Dude. flopping and shit. How oh. many, how many points a game are from the free throw line in a basketball right. game nowadays? Like it's a sport now to draw the foul than, yeah, more yeah, than yeah, it yeah. is to make the basket. It's cheesy. That's. Uh, but see, I don't like that. I don't like that way of playing basketball because I yeah, feel like yeah. it's a manipulation of the rules. You know, if like if the goal is to make the ball into the basket, that should be the goal, not right. like. Can I make this guy accidentally do this while so I have two free shots? Or can Come I on. make it look like he did it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like a shady way to play. But that shadiness and that extra layer of strategy, honestly, is, I believe, part of the draw of the, the drama behind what makes the big sports big, I feel, is all I feel like you just want to argue that point with me. <laughs> yeah, that's fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, also, we have a tradition. If you're going to, like... Uh, burp or cough if you turn it into like a muted distant scream i'm testing i think that makes it more palatable i know when i listen back to podcasts, mean palatable like you can taste it mm-hmm, but like in the liking it way <laughs> when i listen back to our show and other shows i find that those accidental human body noises are much better if it sounds like someone uh suffered for it so i'm not, not like ew gross a burp um, which is sometimes burps are funny or whatever. I'm not like anti farts or either. Okay. But I'm, I like it better when I feel like that person also suffered somehow too. <laughs> like they had to scream distantly in the background to get over part of it. What is that? Like the, uh, what is that? Scheidenfraude or what? Boom. Exactly. Scheidenfraude. Is that what it yeah, is? Okay. Exactly. We're like, Hey, glad it wasn't me that well, tore a p- hole in my pants. I'm yeah. trying to trigger that. <laughs> It's one of many psychological games I'm trying to play on not just our audience, but us to entertain them with the games we're playing with ourselves. And how considerate of you that you're like brightening people's day through your suffering. That's exactly the intention. That's like apostle-ish. Whoa! (sighs) That's that apostle sound. (laughs) Hey, and they proselyte, and you can proselyte too, and... Get free stickers and also free smiles from us by telling other people about the show, which is the most important thing mm. that anyone could do regarding the show, besides 
buy stuff from the sponsors. Oh, shirts! You guys, you can't get this shirt anymore! You can't even get this one unless you have, like, a special conversation with me because it's out of the store. There's already merch that's gone forever, just like the Banksy art piece that just shredded itself. Oh. Segways. Oh, Wait, before we segue to it, though. That was like two segues in a row. Yeah. I have to I have to take that segue <laughs> back, though, because, Mallow, you made a killer point earlier that the reporting of this synthetic LSD, it's not synthetic LSD, all LSD is synthetic. It's yeah, another it's synthetic, synthetic chemical. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's we were really pissed drug. and ranting about that before. So we want you all to be able to have that in your rant ammo if you want to bond with someone over a rant. Yeah. It's misreporting and it's embarrassing. Well, it happens in like any article about LSD too. Whether it's like any other drug is involved, it's always like synthetic LSD. I'm like, are you guys fucking retarded? It's like calling yeah. mushrooms natural LSD. Yeah, organic LSD. <laughs> it's like the I effect like that, might though. be similar, but yeah. it's not the same. Literally not mushrooms the same. Mushrooms are molecule. so much meaner to me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do they get? Do they guilt trip you on shit? And they're like, hey, you didn't listen to the universe on this thing. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah I get a touch of that sometimes, mushrooms? too. I will prefer mushrooms to acid because I feel like I have more control over the dosing. Acid is really hard to dose uh, or to control what amount you're taking, which I think is crucial to having control over the experience and yeah. in general, because the smallest micrograms uh, are uh, will affect you. It's one of the most re- like reactive to the to the body substances. Oh yeah, two possible. little drops and you're gone for six hours. And then it's a tiny fraction of that little drop that's even LSD. Mm-hmm. So. That, that's why mushrooms, you can just weigh it on a scale and know what you're doing and taper in and, and pilot your ship. Unless you just have like a bag of them and you're like, forget, and you're just like, oh, potato chips. That's also remarkably safe to do, although I don't advocate it yeah. unless you're super confident about stuff that your secrets you're keeping from yourself. You don't think you can, <laughs> you can't, can you OD on mushrooms? I've never asked. No. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, I, you can, but the toxicity. Super hard. Yeah, it's, you, you can't afford eat. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, you have to eat like <laughs> cost prohibitive to OD on mushrooms for sure. Yeah. The the LD, what is the LD fifty is crazy high. You need like yeah, a garbage bag. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, it might be like one pound. You'd have to eat like per pound you weigh. Something Not that like you that. should per push pound it. you weigh. Yeah, it's like and like okay, you have to become you, part mushroom. You're not. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no way anyone's eating a fucking pound of mushroom. Then. <laughs> No way. Cool. Like, you just get so... You just... Nah. But who knows how long you could be gone pushing it. That's the thing. You might not die, but you might rewire so much over so much time that you've just rewired yourself to stay tripping. Would it be a time thing or an intensity thing? Because, like, you know how with... Both. Yeah? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I I mean, probably more intensity, right? Yeah. But it's definitely going to increase the duration and have a larger quantity. Unless you more like, to clean out because your you body's have, processing it like a poison. And you you just clean it out. Yeah, keep doing it. Just keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. But it like loses effect over time. That's, That's exactly what I was, saying. what I was going to say too. You do it the next day and it just doesn't work. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've never done. Oh, twice in a row. it's a waste. That's how you might as well throw it away. You might as well throw it right in the toilet. Or wait a day. Yeah. If you wait four <laughs> days. Hey, if we're going to learn anything and take anything away from this, it's drink a lot of orange juice and wait four days between hallucinogen trips. Otherwise, you're just wasting money because you 
most well with my slow ass metabolism, there's people that can trip within a day or two that can process things quicker. But you have to be like doing wheatgrass shots, um, five HTP. You definitely want to spring for some five HTP, which is a precursor to serotonin to rebuild all the serotonin that you deplete. Also, sleep. If you mix this with uh, some kind of stimulant and then don't sleep, you're going to get extra crazy because you only make serotonin in your sleep. So you're going to run out of it and not process anything clearly because you don't have any of the juice you process with. It's like trying to run something hydraulic with no you know, power steering fluid and the steering wheel just doesn't want to turn. All right. Ta-da! So back to Banksy. Yeah. This is great. So Sotheby's auction, let me paint the scene. Uh, the moment this print from about 10 or so years ago... It's the eight, little girl holding the balloon. Yeah, it was yeah. from about 8, 12 years ago. No, 2006. I got it. And I'm doing this from memory like a total renegade right now <laughs> instead of pulling up the article. But I've been stewing on this. Uh, I actually stayed up really late last night. A big chunk of it was diving into this Banksy thing. Yeah, nice. Uh, so let, I'll save you all some time on some of the controversy that's going to come up about this that's only now beginning to be talked about. So um, no one thinks that Sotheby's was in on it. Everyone yeah. thinks that Sotheby's got pranked too. But there's a, this 2006 print. Um, it's an original print, so it's his spray paint on it. Mm. I'm calling it a print because the stencil work means that he could reproduce it. But it's considered an original piece because it's original ink, original paint from the can. Yeah. So it uh, went up for auction the moment the gavel dropped. It fell downward in its frame, and the bottom half of it slid out of the frame shredded. And there was one dude with these thick uh, glasses with thick sides on them that... Uh, EEV blog on YouTube shout out uh, mentions might have a spare camera in the glasses just to be safe. He was the only one holding up a phone and already on the piece when this dropped. Some were hmm. like, is this Banksy? Obviously it's going to be a henchman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus this guy's hands didn't look like Banksy's hands. In the video that um, came out later of Banksy showing making the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that he made it a couple years ago. Which, according to the electrical engineer that did this other YouTube video that I shout out, EEV blog on YouTube, that the battery situation and the reliability that you would need for this prank would not want to sit in that frame for a couple hours. You'd need this to work for sure. Also, had to be someone in the room remote controlling it. That's so, what I was wondering, too. Like, how did they do it right at that moment? It could have been cell phone dude with a remote in his pocket. Could have been someone else in the room waiting. But most likely a radio frequency remote they tested. It's like easy modules you can get to either hook to an Arduino or do it for something simple like this. You can get the module to just close a contact. Or more likely, um, RC car stuff. Like low-level one channel like you'd use for a drone or a hobby aircraft. Mm. That's actually probably what it was because of the reliability factor. But it had to have been put in there like not too long ago yeah. and swapped out or someone on the inside at Sotheby's or someone uh, most likely the original owner who got it in 2006 from the from Banksy himself was totally in on it and w was there orchestrating this 
just before it went to auction, most likely. Because that's its only provenance, as they say, of, like, where the... Or provenance? I don't know if it's pronounced differently than, like... I didn't, you know, you can well, look it's up because I remember reading about it when it first happened, and people were talking about it might be worth more. Yeah, it's definitely for sure got, worth more. Now. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, it's a shredded work of art. Because it's now in the history books as the most expensive performance art. Oh, yeah, that's right. Instance. So now it's a prop in a cultural event that occurred, making its value just ridiculous. The performance art. So it's a performance art piece now, too. Also, so I, I was getting to something weird with this video that Banksy made uh, showing the guts of it. This video had to have been, I'm guessing, put together after this thing was already built, or maybe at the same time, but definitely full of weird red herrings that I don't know would, why they'd be fake. So he shows the shredding part, and all the razor blades are really obviously sideways where the paper would just bump into the side, the flat side of the blade. Mm. Whereas a similar art piece that I want to talk about in a second uses the same style of razor blades, but sideways so that paper goes right into them, which is probably what his did to do it so cleanly and so quietly because the ambient noise is not like a shredder guts or anything. It's pretty quiet as yeah. it's doing it. Mm. And where the way it stops seems to be on purpose too. That's That was my only like weird thing like why wouldn't you shred the whole thing well i think now it sits as a piece and i don't think he truly wanted to take it all the way and destroy the thing as it was bought i think that he understood past that that this would be a performance art thing if it stayed together as one unit so it's forever frozen in the process of shredding itself gotcha not only that maybe that was his well obviously that was his original I'm thinking that that was part of what he thought out with it, too, for sure. Also, it's interesting that the very bottom of the piece has a crinkle in it, as if it was... Already loaded and ready to go. Bingo. <laughs> and that's part of the picture that was covered by the frame, too. Yeah. So there's a lot that you can figure out with this, but a lot of people are going to be discussing, especially with this weird, doesn't have the right hardware in it, has two motors in opposite weird spots, like inside of the frame that he shows later that can't possibly be how the inside of the frame really is oh and there's also this piece from someone that i don't know if they're a collaborator <coughs> or like an influence uh, on the piece or if it was completely parallel thought mm. but this guy um oh it's in the notes what is his name farewell farewell is another street artist that built this thing that's basically a piece of wood with razor blades in it uh, it's actually exacto knives. They mm. look like the triangular exacto knives that I've been mm. saying is razor blades. You wouldn't want to shave with these fuckers unless you really got a steady hand. Oh, gotcha. You're good at modeling. <laughs> okay. So, or, or crafting. If you're a real good scrapbooker, maybe you can exacto your face. <laughs> if you paint a lot of tin soldiers, this might be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're in this wooden thing, and then the wooden, wooden thing has two suction cups. And then there's these advertisements that roll vertically. And roll to a new advertisement so he opens the panel on it sticks the subshin, subshin uh, cup wooden thing to there and at each time the thing rolls it shreds itself one more until hmm. the whole thing's just full of shredded advertisement inside it looks pretty cool you can see the lights behind it and uh, he did it to a few of them but apparently had permission it's like an art 
They're like considered like modern art statues now. <laughs> Your eyebrow about that was great. That was like <laughs> the 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 pretentious, the ultimate skeptical. Yeah, eyebrow. like. But but that pretentious stank detection, like yeah. like that, you're like eh, okay, yeah. I see this fucking guy. <laughs> I see what you did. This fucking guy. <laughs> and I feel like the moment you try to put a price tag on art is when it becomes pretentious. Yeah, I it's it's really crazy, like how like art now it's I mean it's like an industry, but it's mm-hmm. like high end art, and like the people who curate the shows and then like find up and coming artists and it's like all these people kind of just like decide what art is going to be expensive mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy and like the auctions like those are those are total fucking scams too they're like oh yeah we got someone on the phone oh what's your bid five million? Oh, what? oh yeah five and a half million yeah totally yeah for a good story of someone yeah. gaming the system a banksy's documentary on netflix called Exit through the gift shop. Shout yeah, that's out. a good one. Yeah. That's why you're saying about his video about putting the shredder together is filled with red herrings. For sure. I feel like, like he does that. Just for fun. Yeah. Like he always does shit like that. <laughs> All right. Nice though. I'm kudos. All right. I, got, I got a good one. I okay. think you guys will like this. Awesome. Because we need to spread up the... That doesn't make sense. We need to speed up. We need to chug these... News. We've got so many good newses to to, to Let's roll news. around in. Yeah. yeah. All right. A janitor who worked at a sperm bank suspected a father <laughs> and twenty thousand children. So That's over so the great. course of twenty years, this dude has been swapping out other people's sperm samples for his own. All like, right. Wow. But yeah. maybe he'll have a record of like most. Um, offspring. Probably. Yeah, but imagine that. Like, you go to a a sperm bank and, and, or like, some chick goes to a sperm bank and she wants, you know, you get, like, donor profiles or whatever. And, uh, nope, just just the janitor who works at the sperm bank. But what if, was he making more money as a janitor than he would have if he just donated frequently? Like, because he could have been getting... They limit how much you can donate. Really? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, people will be careered. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, like oh, wait, you, mean that, you mean I can make a living? Hold on, guys. Night? I'm in for an eight-hour shift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, everyone that lives within four blocks of this sperm bank has kids that look like Louis C.K. It's just like so, a whole army. Red-headed albino Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. You don't right? see a lot of those running around. Like something's unusual <laughs> with the distribution of genetics in this one area. Yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> Yeah, just crazy. I don't know. He can serve. He may serve eighteen as low as eighteen months and up to three to five years in prison for this uh, spreading his little demon pot belly demon vampires all over the place. I feel like there's another one that's really similar. I feel like that child support situation is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> right? I, I mean, could all those ticks like? Sue him, or would they have to like sue the sperm bank? Like that sounds like a legal quagmire. Like well, that. here's the thing: is they'd already planned on having the sperm donated, so they can't say that they were robbed of anything, like monetarily. But they can probably say that they that like you know that they didn't know they weren't getting the sperm that they wanted. 
Yeah. Like, that would have to be, like, what the, the case would be. And that would probably have... To, they'd probably sue the company for hiring the guy, and then the company would go after the guy also. And, and like, keeping him on for 20 years as he's, like, swapping out samples. Like, they don't have any cameras in the place. or did he, I mean, he's the janitor. He probably knows, like, the good hiding spot so he can take his little... His little jugs magazine, you know. Like I wonder, corner. I wonder how many times he won employee of the month. <laughs> like everybody's like, he is always in such a good mood at work. This guy, you just can't bring him down. Right? Don't tell me you haven't had one of those Gold jobs. Gold star. Gold star. Uh, you've had that job, right? Where it's like the job you... was so boring that you just totally had to have like a like a baby making practice on the lunch break just to <laughs> make it through the day with a positive attitude. <laughs> Are you, are you asking me if I've ever beat off at work? Well, not necessarily in the building you work. He does on the Rocky Comedy Show all the time. But right possibly like on the, the clock. Show. Yeah, Jay's trying to call me out for doing it on the show. And, you know, <laughs> that I, I'm not that much of a poker face. That would be impressive, though. You don't have... You have if a, I could just, like, <laughs> <laughs> sneak a moment. Right. So I've been jacking out this whole time. Like a... What? What was that yeah, kind of whiff type face like movement? Taste, yeah, okay. Yeah, taste of the jungle. <laughs> the jungle. Yeah, welcome to the jungle. Oh, man. Does that play in your head when you masturbate? Depends on where I'm welcome at. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> that or a photograph <laughs> by Def Leppard. <laughs> Just the chorus over and over again. <laughs> and then that part <laughs> where he's all, I want to touch you. Do, do, do. And those drums go, that that's is a the, tender moment, that's bro. That's the come down. That's the that's the where you where you slide back down from the plateau. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. The dude. How did he get on that? He did. Keep, <laughs> oh, what's well, sperm? Yeah. Okay. He did on. keep bragging that half of the clinic's babies were his mm. over the period that he worked there. Is that how he got caught? Stupid, I don't know. What a stupid idiot. I have idiot. such a great related article. You guys get excited with me. Hold on. Get ready. All right. The first fatherless mice are born. <laughs> These baby mice have no dad biologically. So stem cells were taken or uh, something like that from a female mouse and... Uh, used to cre like turn into a sperm cell. Like you can now create a sperm cell in the lab from the stem cells that you, that you create from another cell. So I could get like a cheek swab from you mm -hmm. and like a make a baby as if I had some of your sperm out of you almost. They just did it with these mice. They got a cell that was not a sperm cell somehow from mouse A. And this mouse, she somehow uh, had sperm with her genetics in it created that impregnated this other mouse. I think the impregnation probably happened in a Petri dish and then went into mouse B. That's usually how this in vitro stuff goes down. I don't think there was any, like, tiny mouse turkey baster situation. <laughs> they weren't giving it to her, mousey style? No. Which is a cartoon, like Rescue Rangers style, sounds endearing and unhot. But in real life, real mice, they can't consent the same way. But they did have a kid what, together. What Rescue Rangers chipmunks? Yeah, uh, I remember. Um, Chip and Dale. And Gadget. Yeah. How many episodes are we going to bring up Gadget? All my, of them. One of my, probably my first crush 
she, she's holding that big old wrench, same size, and getting all the machines all all tight. She tight those machines. Yeah. Yeah. Goggles. Dude, she in the does 90s. stuff. Do you guys remember how hot goggles were in the 90s? Goggles? Goggles. Remember chicks wear goggles on their head, sometimes a floppy hat and then goggles on the hat. Do you remember I that shit? don't remember. This Tank. was early 90s. Tank girl. Tank girls one. Another one would be that um, uh, Four Non Blondes song. Oh, I got you. Do you remember the video? Okay. Okay. Sorry, that's in your head now. But she's got goggles on her head, the whole video. Big rectangular goggles on top of a hat. So, sh- gadget had goggles. Bitches with goggles. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the ladies listening. You know what to get. Your man. And it's something for you. It's an accessory. Some some sexy goggles. Oh, man, that's going to the merch. Our merch has got to have sexy <laughs> goggles now. Sexy goggles. Because, man, I feel like that's the new fishnet stockings. <laughs> Is tossing some goggles on. You heard it here first. When goggles are the new Uggs, this winter, goggles on ladies. Get ready. I'll be posting examples to prove my point on this. This guy. I'm getting a little bit manic. <laughs> Worth Negative it. Getting manic? Yeah, no, in the good way. Like, oh, okay. excited. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. Do you find yourself trying not to get too excited as you get older? Because the more excited you get about something, the more you get like withdrawals and just chemically depressed from the the pushing on the sides of the. I think the floor. older I get, the more I, I definitely get less excited the older I get. But just because like life experience teaches you to think about more variables, so you're just more like, hey, I'll believe it when I see it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, some also say that you don't produce as many of the chemicals that carry the information of emotion. Because you have this quick system of electricity that processes thoughts. But you ever notice how your emotions, there's this huge delay? It can be like 15 minutes before you get over being hungry or sad or angry. Um, even if it was uh, a reaction you didn't mean to have. You could, within seconds, be like, oh, no, I didn't mean that. But that reaction, especially if it came in as a big wave of chemicals, is, uh, is slower. So if you don't have those chemicals there to process that reaction, um, you supposedly don't feel things as strong. But I would take the counter less sad point to that. Say that old people hella feel things because your baseline is different. You just might not have the same like nuances to like finite levels. And I think old people explore that in like nostalgia and weird things that you'll see old people patiently enjoy that you're like, well, is that? that's not particularly exciting, but it's not boring either. I think they're trying to find these little in-between nuances of, of feeling things that they uh, don't have so naturally when you're as mood-swinging as a young person is. Yeah, I, I could definitely see nostalgia playing a big part in that. Like, good memories that, like, that's, you know, sound like something we would totally forget about to tell people when we're telling them about our weekend, but they just sit and enjoy it, and they remember every detail about it. And, and sometimes it has nothing to do with the conversation. Like I, my favorite is when you're talking to somebody who's older, who's had like a lot of life experience, mm-hmm. and you get them like talking, and they try to find places to like interject their stories that they really want to tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, ah, you set me up for that one, you know. And he's like, <laughs> you know, oh. it's like, oh, did did I? Yeah. Did I really? Yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. You can have people. that one. Old people. I'm afraid of getting old. Yeah. Well, just like. Not not so much like dying or anything like that, but like I don't ever want to end up in a, in a in a spot in my life where I feel helpless. You know, yeah, like yeah, sure. 
If I if I do like I'm going to whatever state allows assisted suicide, not like. Yeah, that should be a thing. Like you should at a certain point. I mean, it it shouldn't be like anyone can just go in and be like, you know what? I just want to check out. Like right. Yeah, there definitely should be a process with yeah, yeah, multiple yeah. places to uh, change your mind. But if like there's some people that are like a hundred plus years and like I mean really. Right. Do you really? Well, plus, yeah. like, if you end up in a situation where, like, all you can move is your pinky or all you can do is blink, who wants to live like that? Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? Like, just sit there and cost my family more money. Like, right. I'm on my way out. I'm not going to do anything while I'm lying here except just, like, think about shit. And I'm high anxiety anyway, so I'm just going to be making myself <laughs> miserable. Put me out of my misery. Fucking, right. <laughs> you know? That's all you ever say when people come to visit you. Like, just do it. Just do it. You don't well, think you'll have like some video game that'll be like really peaceful and for your age? Like, yeah. my my grandma plays hella video games. Yeah. Stays pretty sharp that way. And as she degrades, her brain's partying out. Uh, sometimes the video games are not the smartest. Sometimes they're really smart word games, and they keep her so conversationally clever. So Call of Duty would be a good day, and Pac Man would be kind of like a bad day. Yeah, you gotta pepper it around. Gotcha. Unless you try to get, like, the Pac-Man perfect score or something, then you're, you know. Yeah. That's, that's no easy thing. What if they had, like, a Call of Duty version of Pac-Man where, like, instead of looking at the maze from the top, like, you saw it from, like, the, uh, like, like, like a hallway. Pac-Man. Right. Except, and the ghosts, it would be four on one, and, like, you would get, but you could, like, shoot them. Like, they'd actually have to, like, Almost like a zombie type thing where yeah, they would yeah, like yeah. have to come get you, but you could shoot them. And you could try and collect all the balls that way. I like that. But what if we have oh. like really, Something really, really well ball. thought out for being so spontaneous? Yeah. Thank you. What if we have really good VR? Something like that, yeah. You just like plug in. You're all. They're like, oh, just live like a total like different life for the next five years or whatever. What's this guy doing? Hey, don't pay attention to me. There's just a noise that I keep. Oh, it's right here. Like, you know, the doodle, that microphone uh, sound? Yeah. Now you're going to hear it extra, because I said something. But hey, it's just, uh, oh my gosh. Just turn that, just turn that mic upside down. It'll be good to go. It's right about this usually isolates it. And, uh, you know, with something like, you, you notice it, so it's just like, extra. There we go. These are the moments... These are the moments I live for. Really? Cause yeah. This, oh man. This is so why, great. Why? Uh, uh, I know. I know scary. you. I know you don't live for these moments. No. But I do. And like I can't. Enjoyable. I can't stop causing these moments. Like, yeah. I, I, know. I make them happen. Yeah. I think. Should I move up? Like. It was like you were. Is you weren't better? even touching it, and just molecules were shifting in the universe just enough for it to make that little kabongle noise there. Can I readjust it? No, now you can you go nuts. Like thought about it. It's fucking a little rock too solid hard. now. Excellent. I feel rock solid. Cool. Dude, you look rock solid. In my lobster shirt. I was going to uh, say, you yeah. look lobster Pretty solid. Pimping. Yeah. I have a lot in common with the lobster. Yeah. If you boil me, I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> but is it like air skating? Forget that. Lobsters scream. They're just screaming. Just embrace that this animal is screaming. Just because it screams differently than you, if you scream from your skin, like if your skin boiling made a scream, that's a, I'm counting that as a as scream. A scream. Yeah. Absolutely. Like just because it's not like actually coming out of your mouth, 
and vo- that's still your body being it's, boiled yeah. and like so yeah some part of your body is having enough wherewithal to be like fuck it's filling the role of a scream for certain yeah <laughs> it's a uh, supplemental that's a scream ask yeah. sound it's, it's screamly i've never heard it but okay so i've even more on this um genetic topic in that beyond the mice that are both female that had a kid there's this other oh man i had the wrong thing queued up for that okay so the very bottom thing man you should read that title holy boy oh the last the winner that very bottom one that you'd surprise me here with. The, yeah, that winner. So we got a real, real winner here, boys. Oh, wait. Before you do, somehow the red dot that's the side you talk to, someone switched it to away from you instead of towards you. Uh, there we go. That'll be better. The whole time. No, no. I had you just turned up over here to compensate. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Now it'll be clear. Uh, so this this dude in Texas... Was uh was busted sexually assaulting a farmer's cow, and he claimed it was the reincarnation of his dead wife. What a way to get out of that! Like, how many things can you use that as an excuse for if he succeeded with this excuse? Yeah, he said it had like the same eyes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> face. Not the same face, but you know, same certain parts, I guess. Somewhere, her ghost is pissed. He's yeah, making this man. comparison. I mean, it's like, oh, I kinda, really? I kind of want to see this guy's wife, just to see, you know, <laughs> not like, oh. some sassy leopard. Oh, well, you like... couldn't get caught having some sexy leopard sex. It had to be a cow, right? <sighs> Insulting. Yeah, he got busted. He was because uh, the farmer thought just some coyotes were harassing his cows, mm-hmm. so he goes out there with his uh, his little shotgun and tries to bust the dude and uh, or you know see what's going on. It's just a dude raping his cow. And the dude promised he wouldn't do it again if he didn't shoot him. But he still is... Uh, He's from India, right? Yeah, he is... Well, then it would Indian. be okay, right? Yeah. I mean, Does this whole thing take place in India? Like, would this no, be in... in Texas, but... Would, would this be in... No, I think he's from India. Yeah, right? he's yeah, Indian, yeah. yeah. But, but even but, in India, there's a consent issue here. Because... Well, I don't know. Is that an infringement on his religion, though? I think it's, it's taking uh, something that... Like, might be a nice platonic worship and respect for this animal and its soul to like a sick place that the animal can't consent to and that's why it's wrong but also novel and funny but if me. he did it com- repeatedly was the cow really complaining well that's the thing it's not like, like milk how do you like know the how do you know they're not telling you like just because they can't say no you can't point out the fact that they can't say yes either like what if they're like desperately trying to tell you dude this feels fucking amazing let him go let him go get the fuck out of here PETA I'm, I have not gotten this much action in forever look at my udders they're so full like I'm happy I have less stress and then PETA's in there like no 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 well this is an ongoing how old was the cow what is, is it considered an adult cow was this a calf this is an ongoing debate that would be my only actually, concern the, what you're bringing up as far as a borderline consent uh, possibility or the possibility that it could be beneficial 
or even uh, important to the health of the animal in spite of its ability to communicate consent Mm -hmm. is frequently discussed uh, about people with intellectual disabilities. Really? Whether the, in fact, in Germany, there's a new law where the government will pay pay for sex workers for disabled people that qualify to get Hey guys. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm here with the study. Well, it's not so much a study. It's a medical treatment. Oh. This prostitute comes and gives you a medical milking service. Okay. Yeah, for your health. So your prostate's all cleaned out, flush them out. And, man, that's progressive. And that seems like something California would have done before Germany. But I'm for it. For Milk those disabled people. <laughs> I don't know. Aren't the Germans the one that gave us BDSM? Well, that's valuable for some people, I reckon. At least they're not involuntarily BDSM-ing strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Ain't nothing wrong with some good BDSM. (laughs) You know? Hey, I I think people should be able to be into whatever they want as long as everybody's, like, consenting. It's kind of like But you're going to have to convince me that this cow wasn't consenting. (laughs) You have to convince (laughs) you that it wasn't? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But no, like, you know what's one of the really cool things about, like, fetish is, like, I have some friends who are in, like, the porn industry, and, like, you know, everybody just thinks of sex as, like, this one-dimensional thing until, and you hear about, like, certain kind of, like, fetishes and stuff, like, feet or whatever, right? Yeah. But, like, there's this whole, like, this whole world of, oh, yeah, like, it's like fetish stuff. Hour. It's incredible, like, and I was talking to, um, to one of my friends, and she said that it's, it's, it's all a psychological thing. It's about, like, mm. triggers and, like, this weird, like, reward system that plays to, like, our base desires and everything. And it's, like, you start thinking, you start breaking it down because, like, fetish is literally anything that causes arousal that's not sexual. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you see a blonde and you get, you pop a boner, you got a fetish for blondes, you know? And so, like, the word's been made to, like, be, like, weird and, and there's some shit out there that, like, makes you do a double take. But, like... When you think about it just as like more like reactionary than anything mm-hmm. else, you know, whether it be nature or nurture, it, it almost like takes some of the weirdness out of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like whatever, as long as it doesn't like harm or infringe on someone else's rights, like do whatever the fuck you want to do, man. Right. I mean, some of it I'm like, you know, I've had to turn off my computer. What was before. One, Yeah, what was one that made you have to look the other way? Two, two girls, one cup was a rough one for me. All I, right. I didn't make it through the whole video. All right. So I don't even know how I came on this fucking image. Like this. But it was this chick. Quick job. And she was mixing pancake batter in her asshole. In her ass. Like pouring the powder in the milk. No, and she it. was like. Bent over, like, mixing pancake batter in her ass. How are the pancakes? Huh? <laughs> I think they're <laughs> whoa, 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 I just realized something. In her own ass? Yeah. Was she on her back with her no, legs no. upwards? No. Now, unless this porn... She was, like, kneeling and kind of, like... I mean, she didn't have, like, a whole, like, bucket of pancake batter in her ass. But so she wasn't was... so much holding it as a container. No, no. There's, there was some co- pancake batter, and she had a big old... A big old object she was using to mix the uh, the pancake batter in there. Like a Dairy Queen where they go to hand you the ice cream and they turn the cup upside down and the ice cream doesn't fall out. We were like, oh no, you're going to drop my ice cream. And they laugh at you if you haven't seen that before. But way oh, yeah. less innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Something like that. I don't know. It was a while ago. I just remember, you know what? That's enough for me today. I'm porn, <laughs> porn is also hardcore baking. <laughs> it's like a cooking right? show. Yeah. Pornhub's going to have cooking show spinoffs if they don't already. Pornhub is huge. The, the company that owns them, MindGeek, fucking, they own like, it's Canadians that own almost all the porn. Oh, Canadians dominate media. Mm. Canadians. <laughs> Excuse me. That one was, I struggled with that one. I, ho- I hope you all felt. Did you struggle much- with the burp or with the sound you were going to make? All of it was suffering. That's, there's so many layers to that. We got to. Yeah. Unpack the suffering. Okay. Sh- shade and fraud it up. But yeah, mm-hmm. Canada, boy, do they excel. <laughs> it uh, dominated the early days of animation. Few people know this, but um, the majority of animation done commercially, say like uh, in the early days of Saturday morning cartoons or just beyond the early American innovators, the people that took animation and ran with it uh, were the Canadians to where this day... They're a hub for commercial um, design, graphics, and animation, especially. And really a lot of animation gets outsourced to them. Even with powerhouses like Korea used to do a lot of animation, mm-hmm. I think, for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, I kind of derailed where that was initially going with my Canada love. Canada, media, hella. Um, YouTube channels I love, dominated by Canada right now. Um, yeah. De- Dead Mouse, Linus Tech Tips, um, MKBHD. I don't, I don't know what any that is. Of, I don't know who any of them are. Yeah. It, rewind, pause, and... And look it up. Yeah, YouTube, some of the things I randomly mention, because I only waste my time with the finest. So there. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. <laughs> my, maybe what I derailed will be great to tie back in um, at the tail end of the thing we do in the middle of the show, which is... <gasps> Wait. Oh, hold on. All of these are ready for just... Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's time for commercial, commercial chug. Yeah, no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-208-9876 800-208-9876 Whoa, whoa, howdy, holy crap. So Davidson, big idea. The thing is uh, that you can use them to holler out a product or app or service. For example, I'm trying to get my app licensed with Disney since they own Pirates of the Caribbean. And I have a brilliant marketing idea for the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, which is an app 
that tracks in real time people that have said Pirates of the Caribbean unironically when referring to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. It also, as a paid extension, as an in-app purchase, will allow you to be able to track people that say the Caribbean when they're referring to the Caribbean, when they're talking about the Caribbean as an area, as Americans that usually say Caribbean, but then they refer to that area as the Caribbean as if it's 100 years ago and they're reading some old treasure map. Uh, those people will be tracked too, but that's an in-app purchase. So that's my franchising marketing thing that Davidson Bay Ideas is going to help me out with. Taxes, though. So we have a tax for person that you you can just holler your at them taxes. over the phone and your taxes happen. All week. All week, we do taxes every other day. Get ready. This is the number for them. Taxes. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. But what if your credit's all, all wangly-dangly? If you've got that wang-dangle of a credit score, then you can call this number and they'll help you negotiate with your creditors. So please make this free call and change your life. 877-857-1286. 877-857-1286. That's oh. 877-857-1286. That's right. You can smell my excitement uh, unless you haven't purchased the attachments. To USB. Remember USB chicken strips? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the chicken strip has a USB plug in it. You plug that USB in, it cooks itself, and then there's just this thin wire you have to pick out of your teeth. It's just a heating element, like the wire inside of um, a vape pen or to vaporize. You just string one of those through a nugget, uh, USB port, USB chicken strips you all day. Cook it off your computer? Mm, plug yeah. it into your computer, your car outlet. Just let it sit in its little uh, metallic reusable, like, like the cardboard box you get with chicken strips, but it's like a metal one, so you don't pollute the ocean. Your wire, you can recycle it at your local Best Buy. Best Buy has a food court now. <laughs> <laughs> and, I love it. Uh, you can fly to one of these Best Buys anywhere in the country on an airplane. Just call this number. These are our airplane people mentioned. RadioVegas.rocks to any of our sponsors. Flying an airplane. Here we go. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. Airplane time for you. When you go in an airplane, you like it. Dishes. Not just Dishes piling up in your sink, but ones that receive radio transmissions from space to have beautiful content that you can put on for your pets to feel less alone while you work and leave them neglected. 800-293-0328. Just 293-800-293. But what's the last four? I'm teasing them. There was 03... Two and then eight. Eight is the last number. Now backwards, that's eight two three zero three nine two zero zero eight. That's worthless. Don't dial that Don't number. Dial that one, yeah. Rewind and get the first one that I dialed into you with my words mouth of numbers. And National Treatment Advisors. Hey, who knows? Um, 
I'm acting like I need these people terribly right now. 800-961-2480. 800-961-2480. 800-961-2480 for all the people that you can gather around you to help you stop wasting so much money on drugs. Because that's the <laughs> problem. That's, that's the prohibitive part. That's more definitely than the problem with drugs. Uh, the price of them. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> Moses. Um, that's that for the ad people, except for strip and dip chicken is killer. Mention Radio Vegas dot rocks at them. You dip their chicken strips. You don't need no fancy USB wire until we've got that. We're, we're working on integrating that. Once the production ramps up in China, we get this little tariff oh. thing, work around, we put, take it through Italy or whatever we got to do. Then we're going to get strip and dip, going to plug in their chicken strips all day. You're going to need like those. You know those slots where you put a whole family's worth of tablets and they all USB mm -hmm. charged in the slot thing? Each one's going to have a chicken strip. Two chicken strips in them. It'll be like a filing cabinet of USB chicken strips. All right. Back to the news. All right. Uh, one thing, I w it's, not, it's not on our list, but it, it happened pretty recently. Kanye at the White House. Oh, I haven't. Did you guys dig into that yet? Oh man, you gotta listen to it. I'll, I'd love your touches Con on it. Kanye is in the Oval Office, and it's a whole like press thing. There's like tons of fucking cameras, and I think he wanted to talk about uh, I don't know, like reducing or fixing the the prison system or something. But nice. in, in good Kanye fashion, that's like not at all. I mean, he does talk about it a bit, but he goes off on quite a few tangents, and he just like. For like 10 minutes, just does not stop talking, man. You're like, that's the Kanye I know and love. Do you guys remember when you when you first discovered that there's no such thing as adults? There's no such thing as what? Adults. Oh, yeah, No yeah, such yeah. thing as grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expand, please. Wait, what do you mean? You don't look at Kanye and Trump in a room together as talented as they are and what they're good at. I mean, I have no problem admitting that both of them are way smarter than me at certain tasks, but I feel like my dumbass can really, uh, if I were to get a, an honorary diploma at a university for something, mm -hmm. I would be more likely than both of them teaming up on anything that you could actually get a diploma for. <laughs> no, I, like, like, I don't watch them and feel smarter than them. But I definitely don't feel dumber than them. Well, no, or the no. I feel like, totally smarter than them. I said that wrong. Yeah. I watched that and I immediately feel smarter than both of them. And one of them is the president, and that's scary. Well, uh, one of the best takeaways of the whole thing is that Kanye's iPhone uh, code to unlock his phone is just five zeros. And everyone saw it. Yeah, because it's on camera, and he's like going to show. <laughs> he's using the code like some old. He's going to show like. He's He's all excited. He's going to show oh, no. Trump this, like, because he tells Trump to, uh, that he should just get rid of Air Force One and use this, like, hydrogen powered airplane that doesn't exist. But it'll be built someday. But anyway, and he's, like, super excited. He's just like, Doo -doo -doo -doo. but, uh, no, it's, it's oh, really, no. it's really interesting. The saddest it. part is how much this forces us to realize what an old man Kanye really is. That dude, that? no one young. <laughs> Come on. We're all rubbing our fingers and looking at our faces with our phones to unlock them. That, that punch in the thing in is, 
when you know you restarted it or you dropped it in a puddle or whatever, the face doesn't work. Your face is, uh, I don't know, your fingerprints all sweaty. That's when you punch in that thing. And then all those zeros when you're like a celeb, you can just drop that wherever and have that be one of the first five guesses anyone does. Right. Ah! Sorry. Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever like realizing there's no adults? Like, you know, when you're a kid, you think your parents like know shit and they have it together and like they know what's going on in life. Mm -hmm. And like they people kind of do, but like once you once you're just at a certain age, you're like, fuck, no one knows what we're doing, man. Like we're just. I don't know, well, that's how I feel. Okay, well, what, define, yeah. what defines an adult? No, that's I, what I mean. Like, it's it's like a concept when you're a kid, but once you become an adult, you realize that you're just like an older human that still doesn't know a lot of shit. That's I guess how I feel. It, I guess it's when people tell you uh, that you should know better. <laughs> that is probably when you can call, is like the rite of passage yeah. to be an adult. Because we all that's make good, stupid mistakes, yeah, yeah. right? But that that first time when somebody's like, you should have known better than that, oh, and you no. know that you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's, a, that's an interesting point. I think that's that would, a that's a moment. You just yeah. touch on a moment there. So then people who like just constantly, constantly fuck up, and they should constantly know better. They're they're like just old kids. Or maybe they're yeah they, for sure. Or maybe so they, they just don't know better, and they're one of the helpless cases. Yeah. I'm not afraid of walking away from somebody who doesn't want to improve themselves. Yeah, understandably. But it doesn't mean that they should all be murdered or gassed. Like some people, well, I guess one would lead to the other. <laughs> well, no, a lot of people take you're this You're over here talking like, about Kanye's tangents, and you're like, why do we murder or gas them? So we've no, got it. No, that's you. what I'm saying. I'm going to argue against that point. Before uh, I'm going to argue against that point, too. I think We need stupid people is what I'm getting at. We need stupid people <laughs> who get more done and don't overthink everything. I mean... I feel like I'm drawn to uh, want to drink more than I should because of being dumber when on it and the value when you can be productive while dumber. The stupid people get more done. Smart people have to struggle with thinking about all kinds of other crap in their way. It doesn't need to be in their way if they just put their head down and did a shitty job and then improved on that later. Like we do with the show. Just yeah. do it better and better each time. And try to forget well, all the mistakes that we made each time. Well, that's the that's, except to improve from them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like any situation, like regardless of what your situation is, there's always something you could do to improve some aspect of your life, unless you're like a vegetable or whatever. In that concept, I mean? that kai, kaizen or tongue tongue that whole tongue bow thing of trying that's to constantly self improve. I think it's kaizen. All right, yeah, it's, it's a Japanese. Oh, it's like, a, like a, a, a constant self-improvement. It means I don't know about constant, but I I think that you should... constant sounds a little relentless. Yeah, right, right. You gotta take you gotta take breaks and enjoy your improvements. You know what yeah, I mean? Relentless self-improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You okay. gotta enjoy the fact that you're driving the Ferrari off the lot before you put like it, put it back into the shop to improve it. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, but because um, we can all relate to that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Dream big. That's Shit. Right. Why That's wouldn't right. you? Why wouldn't you hey. imagine yourself in a Ferrari, right? Good. No, man. It's like a good 
Lambo, man, take it all the way. No, they're not going to get territorial. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I just <laughs> look honestly. The the like one of my absolute favorite cars was the Lamborghini Countach, and when I was a kid, I got one as a micro machine, and oh, I thought yeah. it was the coolest looking one of all oh, of them. Yeah. And then I was like, they make a real one of these, and Dude, I was like, like too. the nineteen eighty something yeah. Lamborghini Countach, real boxy one with the fucking yeah, totally. the boomer, the fucking Voltron wing on the back. Dude, yeah, mine too. That. I had an RC car. It was remember those RC cars that could only go forward or back up and turn right so i just adored this beautiful white kuntosh just like the mm-hmm. wolf of wall street one totally with you on that it was just so funny watching this thing only be able to go straight or back up and turn while looking like so futuristic and beautiful just always backing up and turn there's this constant j turns to just do yeah. it but it was fun you'd like get it to do j turn donuts and stuff the one that sh- the thing that shattered that whole thing for me was when i found out that you can get body kits that made that you could like take an old car frame and just put oh. this like fiberglass oh, yeah, yeah. body you can kit. Tell, though. I mean, I'm sure you could. <laughs> like but walking still, up to it in a lot, you'd be like, Why I don't is know. That? Like, I'm I'm <laughs> such not a fan of doing like it's like a golf cart frame and underneath the hood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> underneath serious. those fender flares, right? It's With like, a hamster on the <laughs> wheel, yeah. His name's Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like look where the where the wheel well is? And you can just see through to the other side to the other tire, just right. straight through there. Right. <laughs> so, like, where legs go, it's like a golf cart under there. Just put on, like, a PT Cruiser. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why that vehicle just brought up and I laugh like crazy. Mm-hmm. PT oh, Cruisers. This is a funny car. PT Cruisers are like the Crocs of cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a perfect analogy right there. Like, you don't get one because, I mean, because yeah. you want to be cool. You get them because you need a car. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I love the ones that have like the flames on the side. Like that's yeah. gonna like somehow like hey look it's almost no, 1930s. You need, to be, you need to be honest with the the world situation that car is thrown. It's, you got that car to be cool. It just you didn't succeed in your goal. <laughs> you got, I think I think you're trying to get a car to be cool yeah, at that point. Yeah. You're just like shit. It's like that Indiana Jones part where the guy picks the wrong cup, and it's, oh, you chose unwisely. The PT Cruiser chalice. <laughs> it looks like it gets good mo- gas mileage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a viable automobile. It looks like it rolls around. And Somebody cared about the design of this, not the, the engine. The execution, however. Yeah. <laughs> Worst cars ever, man. Oh man, no, it gets worse. Uh, what about a Daihatsu Charade? Daihatsu is that is that a Korean brand? Daihatsu? I don't even know. No, I don't think no, a no, country. No, that's no, I don't think there's like one country that's claiming responsibility for this brand. <laughs> I don't think that the, like anyone admits to being the country that brand came from now. Yeah. Anyway, oh man, we're trickling out of time quick, and we have to talk about all the crazy things that limo company. Yeah, I was just say break down that crazy limo crash. Okay, so the I'm not going to talk about the limo crash. I'm going to talk about, nor am I going to talk about the driver that perished piloting that limo. Uh, I want to bring up the owner of the limo company. Yeah. This weird, shady dude running this limo company while breaking multiple regulations as an illegal uh, operation is one of many companies that he's run um, parallel to the law, so to speak. And yet, this guy has also legit thwarted terrorism attacks while teaming up with the FBI. Oh, so he's taking advantage of his position. Well, he has, for sure. But also, 
Um, it's one of those characters that is both good and bad in such juicy ways, where he's been clearly the bad guy, and one of the people discussing of him that's like a prosecutor or an attorney, I believe, said even with dealing with this person where they were like on the police's side, that he's like a pathological liar about everything all the time and can't be trusted for literally anything. Wow. But there's still records of him uh, helping the FBI, uh, but also the way he helped the FBI catch terrorists was kind of shady too, because it was entrapmenty. So he would go to a mosque, I believe he's Pakistani, yeah. and use his skill with that language and his smoothiness to recruit a couple of people to, uh, in one case, it was plant these bombs that didn't go off because they were fake bombs, and it was a sting um, to catch these people trying to do, uh, going with this act. But then did but, he really stop terrorism if they were actors with fake bombs? Or well, at least unsuspecting people with fake bombs? Did he really stop terrorism if these people that he entrapped to help with this uh, plot were just um, people like we were at like 18 or 19, impressionable, in a country they didn't grow up in, trying to make friends and get in touch with people that they'll be safe with and not on the other side of the bombing, and people that can get them brainwashed and into the kind of ideology for all we know he legit recruited them to isis beliefs just to get them in jail when they didn't even so uh, what he did succeed at is creating fodder for a continuing narrative because now they're like i mean if he's like going and finding muslims and entrap and you know yeah and then talking them into a jihad that they might have innocently totally not done then you throw that up on fox news and they're like oh they're gonna blow up everybody yeah well a lot of these things uh spookily enough it's kind of like we don't all know how many benign tumors we're full of all the time we don't know how many thanks for that comforting thought jesus you also don't know how you know the the most horrible thing that any american (laughs) has to go through well you have so much potential (laughs) <laughs> probably already in your body you may have don't name that mole just yet so it may grow into an adult when you think that it knows better oh no what i was gonna say gets worse fuck uh you don't know how many terrorism events are thwarted weekly if not daily these two events that he helped with were never news mm-hmm. they were just two of a, a more fbi uh catching of plots that didn't work out to blow anything up that yeah. may not have happened in the first place. If but the that's did. another thing. Yeah. These people might have never wanted to even blow up anything had this guy not smooth-talked him into it. That's like breaking a dish and being like, don't worry, I've got it. Or like, you know? like hey, it's oh, like, you, hey, you want to go break some dishes? Yeah. Hey, I've got some beautiful dishes we can just break all day and never get in trouble. Oh, psych, you're a dish breaker going to jail. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got this. Don't worry. That's yeah. what it smells like. Mm. So this guy is... A really interesting kind of anti-hero at the end, not a cool dude. Yeah, he's not. He's not really much of any kind of hero at that point. If he's like generating the problems that he's claiming to fix, right? So that's the, yeah. So we kind of went behind the headline on that, but then went behind that section behind the headline deeper. That was a deep one. Yeah, that's a journalism uh, moment. We journalized. Tell your friends, you guys. Tell all your buddies and go to Pinche's Tacos and get a free a blood orange, free gringo taco with the purchase of a blood or- orange yep. 
margarita. Except for during happy hour, which is like three to seven. Yeah. But go, any any other time they're open. Go happy hour for the happy hour specials yeah. anyway. It's already cheap on happy hour. That's why I don't have it there. Naked City Pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm. The nakedest of cities. Yes. The pizza is too. Uh, more shouts in the comments. Uh, we're, we invite as well. What about, Waz, because you're good at breaking down this stuff, the uh, the Google hack. Oh. Oh, is this about the... the oh, the recent... Okay, so... Yeah. Is this the Facebook thing everything was talking about? This like- hack is very, very similar to Facebook hacks that were giant news, wherein this was not. And I don't know how much of it is Google's PR, but I think there's a media bias... Where I know, I know. Hold on, but so they're, hear me they're the home page of the internet. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. I think like, there's a bias for everybody. None of us want to hate Google. There's people that want to hate Google, um, and f- rightfully fear Google because of the amount of control that they inadvertently and have. gather data. Uh huh. So this data was gathered just like the Cambridge Analytica data, and it was accessible and um, exploitable just as much. But, on the other hand, none of this is any passwords. None of it is anything financial. None of it is uh, going to grant anybody any access. And that's part of why this wasn't such a big headline. But that was the same situation with Cambridge Analytica. They have people's names attached with their age, race, gender, and some profile stuff like that that's really valuable for ad targeting. But they didn't consent to this data being openly available. They only consented for Google to have it and use it for their own internal advertising or advertising using Google's network that wouldn't have access to the data directly, just the results of the targeting using that data isn't blindly. It, isn't it weird that like having those as property kind of gives you ownership of people's personalities so that you can trade their personalities like a commodity? Interesting point. Sure. And that's a big controversy right now in... Uh, Facebook and Google updating their Everybody, consent. Anybody who wants to find out about you goes online to find out about you. Mm-hmm. When somebody owns all your information, all your decisions, all your searches, all your everything, they kind of own your your, your social identity. Well, they at least own... I liked how you said own your personality in that it really puts a heavy emphasis on the concept of knowing you and marketing to your personality and what defines you and therefore defines the type of purchases you're likely to make mm-hmm. based on that. Yeah. But I mean, like, what if that was to be used for, like, a more nefarious reason, you know, like yeah. blackmail, whatever, you know, okay, so they've got these hacks that already can link people to all these, like, well, different, like, tags. That, you really that, shouldn't put stuff in the, the public or even what you give these media, uh, social media networks, if it's to trust them with anything that could blackmail you is is your mistake. Like I, mean, I don't nowadays. It, what are you storing in there that's blackmailable? Don't do that. Keep that video. But nowadays, anything <laughs> that's the, on an, off the cloud. But now that almost anything that's on an electronic medium, whether it be a GoPro or a cell phone or a computer, you could burn a computer and still pull the info off of it. That's not necessarily true. You'd have to. Uh, I you could burn it good enough to make the hard drive not recoverable, and. I think a good house fire is going to make a hard drive not recoverable, even from the laser situation, mm-hmm. because of what would happen to the platters at that at that point. If you can't get the platters spinning again, then you're not going to do a migration to another hard drive, the same model, to then get 
heads on it again. But nevertheless, people are putting things on the cloud in a public way that probably should be on their private cloud. Or mm-hmm. like, hey, why are you trusting some mystery space cloud with your blackmailable stuff? You're you're getting risky anyway. Yeah. Why are you leaving your cocaine on the on the uh, coffee table? That's right. what. what <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm give not. A, this some thought. You want to be able to just let a cop into your front door whenever and just walk them around, right? And well, send them on their way. That's you, a smart nor, idea. nor should you be paying for your own cocaine. You guys, it's a it's a rough drug. Don't do drugs. Don't do cocaine. If you're but gonna, if you're gonna, don't pay. Do for someone them. else's cocaine that you yeah. didn't pay for. Yeah, you want to get in the <laughs> habit of paying for cocaine. This is the biggest problem with it. Is how much money you. <laughs> if you're really gonna jump into that situation, you definitely want to be it. You know, hold the the cards yeah. in the financial aspect of that. And the only fun is like uh, making the withdrawal stop and like, yay, I'm not withdrawing now. <laughs> fun, we doing that over and over again. Does Coke have big withdrawal symptoms? Totally. Yeah. Hella. Totally. Okay. They don't last shit. like long as other addictive drugs, but it's uh, yeah. It's kind of it's the same fun. thing like the shakes, the DTs, the sweats. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. It's more psychological. Yeah. It's more like a breakup. I think that you can be psychologically addicted to weed. I don't oh, think for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, oh, yeah. I definitely don't think there's like yeah, the physical precursors right for here, it. for but sure. Like, all day. <laughs> <laughs> like when you convince yourself that you do something better high. I'm not, I'm not saying I do weed all day. Every day. Only uh, at night. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, a huge psychological addiction. There's a dependency even I have on it. Yeah. It's undeniably. But then... I'm also not taking an uh, uh, MAOI for anxiety either. I can switch my perspective and get out of a thought loop that I otherwise didn't have a tool for. Among other tools, that's a trustworthy one, yeah. To get out of like uh, a thought loop that could be impeding me getting on to like working on something valuable or even avoiding calling out of some kind of work task that otherwise would have been unable to trust myself to face. And I'm sure that everybody's gotten into one of those. What is? What do you think is like something that helps that like triggers thought loops? I mean, for you, anyways. Oh, um, getting caught up on uh, like future debts, bills, um, things that. The looming, unforeseen the, future. Yeah, that, that all looming, unforeseen future, for sure. <laughs> I, mine is like, you, when, yeah. I, when I like feel like I fuck up at work, and it, it's not really a big fuck up. Like I'm always like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get fired. Like Right away, that's where my brain goes. Mm. My boss like wouldn't just like fire me for no reason. He'd be like, hey, you fucked up. Don't do it again. Yeah, like get your fucking head it. out of your ass. But me, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, just the world's crumbling around me, man, and like... I, can't deal with it. Yeah. Mine is that I feel like I, I see the best things in hindsight. Oh, like yeah, yeah. I, I feel I have this paranoia that like uh, that no matter what I do, if I if I stop and think about it later, you know, after it's already been done, I'll I'll be like, oh, I should have done this, and oh, that my yeah. best stuff will always go, or like my best decisions will always be like secondhand like that. And so yeah. like I because of that I I, I do a lot of. Uh, damage assessment like like when i do decisions like you were you were saying like uh 
Well, that was pretty quick to come, bro. I my b- uh-huh. brain, whenever I'm about to make a decision, like, oh, dude, it's like, how much can go wrong, <laughs> you know? And I and I, but I don't like. I'm not manic about like how I feel about it. Like yeah. I, I I take a really objective approach. I don't feel like overwhelmed by it or anything. But like my thought loops are just like, what can go wrong? And then that just starts this whole snowball effect yeah, because yeah, yeah. any one thing that makes one thing go wrong is an open door for fifteen more, you know? Yeah. So. That's my my thought loop trigger. There, it's it's a good challenge, I think. Or like, and then you like, if you start recognizing that pattern, you can kind of like train yourself to like. That's huge. Step back to just that's, recognizing. That's a huge level of self awareness. Yeah, and giving it a name, giving it language. Like, uh, I don't like the word attack. I like to call something just a wave, and just think of like the chemicals that might balance themselves differently. And one's head is like the waves of the sea. As, as things get harder and easier in life, like the waves of the sea, and I feel like I'm just going to ride out a wave that's going to recede naturally, um, or I could try to plow through it. And either way, just giving a perspective on it and giving it um, a tangible way to perceive it and classify it, that alone just sometimes makes it as a concern or at least something that's inhibiting me at all completely go away sometimes yeah just identifying and knowing that uh it's a not a weird thing it's just not discussed much well one of the most difficult things to do is to be aware of your your mental process self like, as an observer yeah right like i was always a fan of psychology that's what i went to school for before i dropped out and um because i was always fascinated not with human behavior but human reaction mm. like uh you could have two people that have the same upbringing same neighborhood, same culture and everything, but they may both react to the same stimulus in a completely different way. Because although behavior can be, you know, Pavlovic sometimes, you know, to where you're conditioned to behave a certain way, reaction is always unique to the individual, you know? And, yeah, so, cool. and so that's what I loved about, like, psychology and stuff like that. I forgot what we were talking about. All the uniqueness? Well, hey, no, that's good because we've got to do some news chug now. News because chug. I have to talk about these nematodes because it's fun to say the word nematodes. nematodes. What I'm talking about is a kind of worm that's actually the most common animal by like quantity of biomass. Like there's the most of these worms of anything. Besides, I know it says this in this article, but I know it's not true depending on how you qualify uh, this kind of bi- like just by biomass. It's not true because I think it's a spruce tree. Uh, there's a certain tree in the northwest u.s that is one organism the roots all interconnect so by biomass it's the largest living thing um but maybe it's largest animal by biomass this uh most or most abundant per capita yeah i think it's an abundance (laughs) thing yeah Uh, but anyway these these worms been around a long time these ones specifically were from the pleistocene era and uh, they were discovered. Sounds like a in, weight loss drug. Right? Oh, God, get that Pleistocene. <laughs> hey, hey, you on the Pleist? You Pleisting it up? Dude, that guy Pleists all day. Look at those calves. He's Pleisting. So these Russian scientists recover these nematodes from the permafrost, and they expect to just let them unfrost and study them, and they start waking up and crawling around and consuming food. They start eating again. And it's amazing. They're now the oldest living thing from another era discovered in Siberia. They're uh, 
how old? 42,000 years old. Damn. No way. Yeah, so something that was born 42,000 years ago is now awake and eating. Very simple organism, though. Okay. I'm always, like, paranoid about, like, uh, some scientists finding some, or, like, even inadvertently, like, unfreezing, like, a virus or some shit that's, like, some fucking prehistoric or some old-ass virus that... Interesting. Uh, valuable fear. That's a valuable yeah, terror, because uh, something more complicated, like people, what happens is our cells get torn by the ice crystals forming. Yeah. So it, like, tears the cell walls and stuff. I, I boggles my mind that something as complex as these worms can survive that. Or, and wake up. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty trippy. Water bears. The, the goldfish, I'm not sure if they can survive total freezing or if that's just a myth. What, the water bears? No, but goldfish. Oh, goldfish. When it freezes over, a pond freezes over and they'll, they'll hibernate under the pond. I don't think they chill in the frozen, frozen part. I'm not sure. Bees, you can put bees in the freezer and, and unfreeze them later and they'll usually wake up. I think there's more tricks to that. There's more, there's probably more to that, but well, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You have to play the you have to play the right kind of music to wake them up. There's for sure music involved. Yeah. Yeah. What what kind of music do bees like? The upcoming Greasy Conversation the Bee Gees. album. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Big draw. That's that's a good nickname for you now. You're 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 definitely among the quick draws. I have moments, which is interesting because I smoke pot. Hey, it's maybe causing focus by uh, eliminating some unnecessary What did you think of this strain? Thoughts. That's another thing. Uh, I did like the strain a lot. I wasn't going to bring that up, but I should, in full disclosure. I never smoke in front of the show anymore, mm -hmm. but I did today um, and also barely slept. And I thought I might have some sleepover goofballiness for you all, hopefully adding benefit in that way. But no, I liked it a lot. It was lemon, lemon fresh. Mm -hmm. We had a little touch of the tree before this episode. I do usually the morning of the show, but it's hours before the show starts. But that's not to say I advocate doing that every time, but to be on the same page with you, that our, our mind thoughts could dance in the dark between us. Anyway, other news. That's so bromantic. Yeah! <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that made it kind of more possible. That wasn't as loving as It's like a carry situation Wait, there. one of these is snuggly. Get ready. No, that's more like a vault. Okay, let's... Hold on. They're like all explosions. There we go. <laughs> this is good to lead into... I know you've got one. Cute. No, I wanted to... Uh, I mean, you probably know more about this one than I do. The uh, Envisat. The AI helping astronomers that's going to produce, like, more... Uh, more yeah. data equal to the entire internet per day. Because there's certain characteristics that we've found could... Uh, identify, say, a planet moving in front of, of a star is going to make that star dim. If that planet has a moon, you might get, like, two quick dims, uh, and one less of a dim than the first one. If that moon's kind of tagging along behind the planet like a, like a puppy dog, like one astronomer said. But seeing those, just looking at a bunch of stars, comparing them as people, there's so many dots to compare the brightnesses of. But if you have an AI looking out for little things like that, it's already spotting places we can go manually look for a planet. Since it's spotted it, we can then go aim the big guns at, at these specific spots and know where to look. So it's like a, an interstellar GPS. Okay, sure. I'll take it like that. I was thinking more like interstellar metal detector. Yeah. How or, much metal is in stars? Hella metal. In oh. fact, when they reach lead, 
Okay. Uh, if you're moving up the periodic table, that might be more weights. apt then. Yeah, there's several metals that they get to that are lighter. Aluminum. Mm -hmm. There's aluminum in our bodies that came from the forging of stars. But as soon as you hit lead, that's the death of the star. That's when it starts collapsing in on itself and either becoming a black hole or a dwarf of some kind. It can't create uh, any thicker molecules than that. It keeps fusing more molecules in its fusion situation. Oh no, we totally have to end the Radio Vegas stream. Uh, love you guys. Check out the other beautiful shows on this channel, such as Mario's. And if you were listening in this whole time on the stream, sorry it dipped out for a second because of Windows updates of all freaky things. Because Windows just um, is going to time it to where all the other hosts are like, I'm going to do that update later until Greece Bill Gates is just mad he's not the richest guy anymore. I know. Uh, chances are it didn't even alert anybody else. And it's just like sneaky updates that like, how do you think, how do you think I'm drawn to. Talk, we just really quick. How do you think Bill Gates reacted when he found out that like he wasn't the richest guy anymore? Because he was like up there for like forever. I think that his head so up Africa's butt in the good way, checking for diseases, making more. That he doesn't care. More clean water available to more human beings than any organization or any person has ever done, any charity. Carry on, Mr. Gates. Eliminated more <laughs> childhood death by uh, vaccine, vaccinable illness than any single like person or organization. So it's like, it doesn't care his millionaire status or even like uh, I pilot it. the company half the time. He's so into... The, the, well, I respect him more for it. Yeah, altruism overseas. So he's like uh, huge for that. Mad props. Oh, okay, so buy Radio Vegas rocks. We'll close out the video streams right afterwards. Um, touch, touch and love everybody consensually. Get out of here. Oh man, that blue thing. I put it there. And then you turn your mic next to your mouth more. And I've been hearing the little gears inside the twisty blue thing. Oh, you right. might not hear it on iTunes because it might get... I don't even hear it. Or it's I, the AC. No, I know the AC sound. But I do a, I do a noise eliminator thing. It's like, a, it's like an EQ that listens to a certain patch of the, the dead spots and then tries to swoosh it out. All right. That process is probably going to remove the... I've the, actually been making gear sounds this whole time. Oh, it's you and your gear yeah, mouth. Yeah, you know. That, right. You have to have that looked at. It's like gear a mouth. waking snore of Gary. But anyway, you'll hear it on the video, but not the YouTube's. The you, you, no, I'm talking about iTunes. The iTunes subscription that you got to totally how to our podcast. That one has the noise elimination step. But, you know, it's better for us to have some air conditioning than... Worry about a little bit of fluff on the video part, I feel. Right. Gotta pick your battles. Word. Anyway, thanks again, Mario. Everyone check out his show on RadioVegas.rocks, too, as well as his local comedy in Las Vegas. When is it? Uh, Tuesdays from 6 to 9. I have a co-host, me and CC Sample. Do it together. Yeah. This week we've got Hannah Delilu. She's a local comic from the Midwest. And she's a crack-up, so yeah. check it out. Yeah. Very cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Comment more even after the smoke stream weed every day. Yeah, you know, if that's for you, if you have it is. The, <laughs> I Lord knows it's for me. Oh, uh, should I not be like talking about like stuff like that? I thought you guys. No, we love smoke weed every day. 
I just like saying that. <laughs> it is fun to say. Right? Yeah, I was trying to like create an, a, a brand new segue. Like, I love it. Wormhole my way around to a brand new segue. The thing is, smoke weed every day. I love it. <laughs> so, as long as as long as I love it, the thing I have, I have this whole problem saying the thing is too much. Now you're gonna not be able to unhear it. But truly, I uh, believe that. When you really love something, there's going to be a community that loves it also, yes. for better or for worse. So I try to nourish the good, valuable things that I love, and bury that that uh, that whirlwind of hate and misery deep down inside. Bottle it all up, so the bottle explodes in a fireworks show of more entertainment and <laughs> uh, passive-aggressive, smiley-sounding outrage. Uh, with my friends here on the podcast. We What if like that was actually how the big bang happened and we're all just parts of somebody's neurosis? Simulation theory. Can't, were their neurosis projected on a three D plane? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like the further dimension of theories and math that actually could contain tangible information in what we're only perceiving as dark matter that we have difficulty measuring and has no perceivable mass, yet is material that the universe is made of, what's there? Can we only access it in those dimensions that quarks leave to when you separate them? These things that we think are building blocks of matter, but could just be the dots on the Lego bricks of matter. So we see two Lego bricks pull apart, and all of a sudden the other half of the Lego brick seems to spring out of nowhere. It really, it's just pulled out of the other dimension. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>